coming up, how to find and commit ourselves to true love. Welcome, everyone, to At Home in Jerusalem, the podcast on Aish.com. I'm Heather Dean, and this is the place where each week a well-known Torah scholar drops by for a visit and shares important insights that will make home life better. And today, I'm at Aisha Tor's worldwide headquarters in Jerusalem, Israel, with my guest, Rabbi E.T.L. Goldwick, who is speaking with me about finding and sustaining true love. Rabbi Goldwick is the founder of Aish Israel, the Israeli division of Aisha Torah and also the associate rabbi of Beit Knesset Hanasi in Rechavia, Jerusalem. Regular visitors to Aish.com are treated to a new Parsha selfie posted by Rabbi Goldwick just about every week, as well as great videos on the website where he gives a variety of advice on maximizing your experiences of Jewish holidays and Jewish living. To contact Rabbi Goldwick about speaking in your community, you can send him an email to etl at aish.com. That's etl, three letters, at aish.com. Welcome, Rabbi Etl Goldwick, to At Home in Jerusalem. Heather, what a pleasure to be here together with you in the holiest place on earth. Okay, great. Yes, it is. Okay, so everyone is looking for a relationship. So how do we find one and how do we stay in one? So the truth is that we are all looking for relationships because mm-hmm. I think relationships are the core of our life. They are the fuel of our life. And every person really is built up of many relationships. You know, we're born into our relationship, parents and children, Mm -hmm. siblings, Mm -hmm. friends. And we're all also looking for that one to build, to find our own personal love in our life. And the reason we're looking for that is, is, first of all, we all want a partner in life. And it fuels our whole entire existence. It gives us the reason to wake up, Mm -hmm. the reason to do whatever it is we're doing. Mm -hmm. We do it for our relationships. The issue is, though, that it's the same relationships that we live for that give us the biggest amount of pain in our life Mm -hmm. when it doesn't go right. Mm -hmm. Right. So therefore, we're scared of relationships sometimes. We're scared to get into a relationship because we've been pained before and we might be in pain. And therefore, Mm -hmm. we have that balance. Like, should I even get into it? Should I not? And that's really the balance that we need to find in understanding that, yes, when we find it, it's amazing. Right, right, right. Yeah, we just want to find our true love. So how do we get started? How do we find our true love, the true love? Okay, so I think when it comes to love, a lot of times people are looking for chemistry. Mm, Oh, I had such great chemistry with them. It Mm -hmm, was amazing. mm -hmm. But I think love for the sake of love doesn't last. So when we're looking for love, it needs to be for a higher purpose. We mm-hmm. need to look for compatibility. Compatibility doesn't just mean that we have the same interests. It starts with that. We have similar interests. We have common things to talk about. But it's more about a common goal for life. Right, Because right. when we have something that is greater than the two of us, me and my wife, me and my, you know, my spouse, my husband, whoever it might be, so then we're working together for that goal. Right. And that's something that everyone needs when they're looking for their true love, to try to find something that is beyond just the person that is here, but a conversation about what are my values, where do I want to go, right. how together could we make this world a better right, place. Right, when right. we find that higher purpose, so then we know what we're living for. So a lot of times it starts with like, let's go take a trip around the world together. So we're excited about that. We have a similar, we're compatible. We like the same things. But then it gets to a higher level. Like, 
We want to bring children into the world. So that's a higher purpose. But then there has to be even something higher than that because we want to get old together. We want to, you know, be 85 years old together with our mm -hmm, loved ones. Mm -hmm. And that's finding even a higher purpose of what we live for, what we stand for, what are our values that together we believe if we live our life together, we'll make mm -hmm. the world a better place. When a person is looking for compatibility and not just chemistry, right. he has a higher chance of finding that true, true love. Right. You know, it's interesting because when you're in the throes of something that the chemistry is so, so, so great, it's easy to get blinded by that and just think, but that is compatibility, our That's chemistry. Right. So, And it is hard to forecast what's going to be like when we're 85 because we're so blinded by the chemistry. So I guess that's the hard work of pushing past the clouds of great chemistry. That's right. When we will find real. that great chemistry, that's the platform to now discuss compatibility okay. or start with compatibility and make sure you have good chemistry. But if we don't get our conversation to a place of higher meaning, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so then it may not be the true love. Mm -hmm. Even though we have great chemistry, it'll be mm -hmm. a great friend, mm -hmm. but it may not be true love. Okay, so let's say that we either think we've found our true love or we know we've found our true love. How do we stay in love? So the truth is, that is such an important question because whenever you get into a relationship, there's going to be challenges. Mm -hmm. And the truth is, with all of our relationships, if I'm in a challenge of one relationship, it doesn't necessarily affect my other relationships. Let's say I'm having a hard time at work. It may not affect my relationship with my kids. But if I'm having a hard time with my true love, mm. it affects wow. every single relationship That's in my true. life. So we need right. to find the right. tool mm -hmm. of how to stay in love, how to keep that relationship vibrant. And I think here is an important lesson that Jewish wisdom teaches us, that we don't just fall in love. It's not something that just happened. Mm -hmm. It is something, especially when we talk about compatibility, it is something that we constantly choose. I had a friend of mine who was getting married. He came to his rabbi to invite him to the wedding. And the rabbi said, I want to give you homework. I want you to go home, take out a piece of paper and pen, and write down all of the good quality traits mm -hmm. that you found in your fiance. Okay. Whatever, whatever you could find. She's got a great smile, great energy. She, she's amazing. Write a, a half hour and write a list. So like three weeks later, he invites him back with the invitation. I want you to officiate my wedding. And the rabbi said, well, did you do the homework? Mm. So he said, sure. And he pulls out this piece of paper. He said, okay. that's for you to keep between you and yourself. But do me a favor. Every Sunday of your first year of your marriage, pull out that piece of paper, read the entire list, mm. and add one new quality oh, that you nice. found in your wife that week. Wow. So he said at the beginning, it was amazing. Oh, she's a great cook. I found out a lot of new things about her. He said, but then like three months in, we got into our first fight mm. and we're fighting and like, mm. and I'm sitting there Sunday because I got used to doing it. I read the list and it sort of like softened me and I'm like, well, what am I going to write? Mm. What did I learn about her? Like mm. we were fighting all week. So he wrote like, she knows how to fight better than me. <laughs> <laughs> so, but he turned everything into quality. That's how he trained his mind. Mm -hmm. And he said, this exercise saved my marriage because wow. it was so wow. hard for him in the beginning. Mm -hmm. You know what he got her for their first anniversary? He bought an empty card. And he wrote 52 qualities, good quality traits that he found in her that first year of their marriage. Mm. Now that is love. Nice. That's choosing mm -hmm. to love somebody else. That's what Jewish wisdom teaches us. Kamocha. Mm -hmm. Love your friend mm -hmm. like you love yourself. What does that mean? Like we love ourselves. We all have good sides to us and negative sides to us, but we choose to identify ourselves mm -hmm. based on our good quality traits. Not, I don't say that I'm a bad person. I'm a good person. I've made mistakes in my life. We have the choice to do that with our spouses. And the truth is with everyone. We could choose love. Great. Excellent. And 
I hear myself, I hear the listeners thinking, this is fantastic the way you put it. And there's also that piece of, okay, so I'm choosing to see the good, but my true love doesn't make the same choices to see the best in me. What do I do then? So the truth is that we can never change somebody else. We can only change ourselves. And we need to train ourselves to communicate the love and respect we have for somebody else. So there are certain people that are, you know, there's a book called The Five Love Languages, highly recommended. Mm -hmm. And he goes through five different ways how people communicate love. It's touch, it's words of affection, it's acts of service. You know, I highly recommend to read it. And a lot of times you need to learn how could I communicate my love to other people? So I might be doing acts of service for them all the time, but that's not what they want. They want quality time. They just want to spend a half hour with you. Do a less act of service and spend the time with mm -hmm. them so then they will start seeing that you love them and they will reciprocate mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. Learn your partner's love language, what speaks to them. Mm -hmm. If they're writing you letters, you know that they want to communicate love with letters. Mm -hmm. So write them letters, mm -hmm. right. buy them gifts, you know, try to understand what actually speaks to them. And it's usually different than what speaks to you. If you could communicate your love, they will start seeing the good in you. Okay, great. From a young age, we're looking up for ourselves. And once we're in that committed relationship, married, how do we realign our personal interests? with the interests of our spouse. So I'll share with you, you know, something that my father told me right before I got married. And he told me that exact thing. He said, you've been now building yourself up, but now you have to start looking out for other people. And what if there's a conflict between mm -hmm. those two things? Mm -hmm. And then you're gonna have kids, they might, you have to start mm -hmm. looking out for them and you wanna sleep, but they wanna be up. Mm -hmm. So how do, you, how do you juggle that? So he told me that you have to just re-look at things in a different light. He said, it's not that there's a contradiction between your self-interest and their self-interest. Your self-interest now expands. The you mm -hmm. expands. It used to be that you're looking out for yourself, but now yourself is you and your wife. And if your wife is happy, you are happy. And then it expands to your children. Mm -hmm. If somebody makes fun of your kids, he's making fun of you. It's mm -hmm. an extension mm -hmm. of you. Sure. And he said it shouldn't end there. Yourself is constantly expanding. Your community, your broader family, then your community, mm -hmm. and then the, eventually the entire Jewish people. Mm -hmm. Like try to envision that if somebody's throwing a piece of paper on the floor in my community, he littered my house. So it's always an extension of myself. And I think that's our life work, is realizing that it's not a contradiction. I am looking out for my self-interest, but my self-interest is the interest of my family, of my children, of my community, of my friends, of the entire Jewish people, wow. and eventually the entire world. Wow, what great ideas. Thank you so much, Rabbi Etiel Goldwood, for sharing your insights about finding and sustaining true love. Thank you so much. It's a real pleasure. And there's a wealth of written and video content about finding and sustaining true love on age.com. So be sure to check out what interests you. And if you like At Home in Jerusalem, remember to rate, write a review, and subscribe to us on the platform where you get this podcast. Thanks for listening. 